A proposed plea deal for two of the men convicted of killing Ahmaud Arbery was rejected by a federal judge and denounced by the Arbery family. A woman says she was assaulted at a Savannah restaurant after defending a server from racist slurs. And the USS Savannah is set to be commissioned this weekend. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. I'm looking forward to trial. Um, today was a very, very, this morning was very, very stressful. Knowing that we had rejected a plea on yesterday and they was going forward with it, but it ended well. That's Wanda Cooper-Jones, the mother of Ahmaud Arbery, speaking outside a federal courthouse in Brunswick on Monday, January 31st, the day a federal judge rejected a plea deal for Greg and Travis McMichael. According to Lee Merritt, the attorney for Cooper-Jones, the plea deal would have allowed the McMichaels to avoid a trial on federal hate crimes charges and move to federal custody to serve the first 30 years instead of serving their life sentences in state prison. The Arbery family contends it would be a less harsh punishment for the McMichaels because federal prisons are better funded and less crowded than state prisons. Merritt argued the deal was a favor to Greg and Travis McMichael from the Department of Justice. The Arbery family called the plea deal a betrayal, saying they were blindsided by news of the agreement. In a statement, the U.S. Attorney's Office says they entered the plea agreement after being informed by victims' attorneys that the Arbery family was not opposed to it. Ultimately, the deal was rejected by a federal judge. WTOC was inside the courtroom Monday and spoke with Arbery's mother and father afterward. Here's Alyssa Jackson's report on the latest chapter in this story. It was a day of emotional testimony from the family. They were not happy with the Department of Justice's plea offer to the McMichaels because I say no one asked for their consent and the plea appeared to be more convenient for the defendants. The family's attorneys say that these federal prisons are typically less crowded and better funded and the judge listened. A federal judge overseeing the trial for two of the three men convicted of murdering Ahmaud Arbery rejected their plea deals today. The father and son, Travis and Gregory McMichael, are already serving life in prison plus 20 years in the state case. Yeah, I fought so hard to get these guys in the state prison. I got up this morning and found out that they had accepted this, this ridiculous plea. Ahmaud Arbery's family pleaded to the judge in court saying their son's life is worth more than the convenience of a plea and they were not consulted by the Department of Justice. The assistant U.S. attorney said the family's attorneys didn't object to the plea, but they weren't informed a plea deal was going to be accepted and signed, which is usually what happens in these cases. He was killed racially and we want 100% justice, not no half justice. They have said no to this. They want this to go to trial. They want everyone to know what happened to Ahmad. There are no cameras allowed in federal courtrooms, so we could not record any video or audio of the hearing, but the judge listened to the family's wishes and said it's too early to tell if 30 years is the right punishment. We, they won't never see daylight. That's what we were about. Remember, the federal charges are completely separate from the state charges. The McMichaels are still sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole plus 20 years. Greg and Travis McMichael now have until Friday, February 4th, to decide if they wish to keep their guilty pleas and move forward with sentencing or withdraw that plea and move forward with the trial. The third man convicted of Arbery's murder, William Ronnie Bryan, was not included in that plea deal. Brian also faces federal hate crime charges. That trial is scheduled to begin on Monday, February 7th. 
You can keep up with the case and catch up with past stories at the Ahmad Arbery case page at WTOC.com. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. A woman says she was attacked at a Savannah restaurant and racism sparked the confrontation. WTOC's Sean Evans has the story from Wednesday, February 2nd. The woman tells me this all started because she was standing up for a server who worked at the restaurant who she, she says was the target of racial slurs Saturday night. Kyla Goodwin says she was out to eat at Olympia Cafe Saturday night with her family when she says they overheard people at a table hurling racial slurs at their server, who Goodwin says is of Asian descent. We started to kind of take an issue with it because my boyfriend's children are Chinese and we overheard them trying to yell at their server saying, go get that China girl, go get China doll or, you know, something like that. Just being really degrading. Goodwin says the people at the table continued using degrading language and swearing loudly, eventually leading to her boyfriend asking them to stop. Goodwin says one woman with the other party eventually lashed out at her physically. Now she's ripping out my hair, ripping out my hair, ripping out my hair. I mean, I lost chunks of hair through defending myself. I broke all my nails off. I've got bruises all over my body. I had scratches. Goodwin says eventually the people left the restaurant and she filed a police report the next day. The Asian community to me is very important and very, you know, it hit home for me not only because of the racial aspect, but also because being a server and at the end of the day, service industry workers aren't treated with enough respect and honestly there's no protections for us really at the end of the day when things like this happen. Well, it is important to point out that no criminal charges have been filed at this point. I'm told the report is being forwarded to a detective in SPD's Criminal Investigation Division for further review. After years in the making and a month-long delay, Savannah's in-market arena is set to open. The City of Savannah and arena sponsors are hosting a community day at the arena on Saturday, February 5th that will serve as the facility's official opening. The city says the community day will include arena tours, live music from local bands, carnival-style games, and more activities for kids. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson says he's happy that locals will be among the first to see and enjoy the taxpayer-funded facility. Construction around the arena is not complete and won't be for a few more months. During his weekly news conference on Tuesday, February 1st, Mayor Johnson says he believes that ultimately may work out in the city and arena's favor. Here's what he had to say. I think in a way, although all the infrastructure is not complete, um, I think in a way it's probably a good thing that it's not. It allows us to open smaller and work into it and work out kinks as we as we expand parking and all of those things. And we're able to see how things work on Saturday. We're able to make adjustments for Sunday. We see how things work on Sunday. We make adjustments for Wednesday. We and I think we, we move on from there. In market arena management says masks will be mandatory unless actively eating or drinking, but visitors will no longer be required to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test until further notice. You can get a behind the scenes look at the brand new in market arena in WTOC's upcoming special, More Than an Arena. It airs Saturday, February 5th at 7 30 p.m. on WTOC and WTOC. 
The U.S. Navy's new ship, the USS Savannah, will be officially commissioned on Saturday, February 5th in Brunswick before it heads to its home port in San Diego. The primary role of the ship will be anti-submarine warfare. Instead of traditional propellers and rudders, the Savannah uses high-powered water jets that can be operated independently. The crew says that gives the Savannah maneuverability not found in most ships. Commanding Officer Kevin Ray says the USS Savannah will be able to go wherever it's needed. It really brings more to the fight in where we're able to operate the speed at which we can get there. And then also just phasing out the mine countermeasure ships and the PCs, the coastal patrol ships. So we're gonna be able to take on those missions as well. A notable site on the drive to Hilton Head Island will soon be gone and people on the island are pretty happy to see it go. The South Carolina Department of Transportation is set to remove the toll booths from the Cross Island Parkway. Those booths stopped collecting tolls in July 2021, and now DOT says they're ready to make it look like they were never there in the first place. SCDOT tells WTOC work will begin this spring when the toll plaza will be removed and new lane markers will be painted. The department says the road will be repaved from the William Hilton split to the Broad Creek Bridge before the year ends. The department says most of that work will happen at night. Folks who live on Hilton Head say the toll plaza being gone will make a big difference on the commute onto the island. Here's what residents Andy Purple and Linda Manhartsberger told WTOC on Wednesday, February 2nd. I know all of my visitors would appreciate not having to stop for the toll and pay because my, my granddaughters have had, you know, digging in their purses for coins and, you know, coming up short. And I think it's going to speed things up without having a toll booth there. You know, you're not going to have the traffic bottlenecked trying to get through. It's nice now that it's gone. We can just zip on through and and it is an eyesore right now I think so it'll be nice when they get rid of it. All through the month of February you can celebrate Black History Month with original local content on WTOC Plus. For more on how to get WTOC Plus click the link in the description of this podcast episode. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.